I can know some of my friends are now getting to the age of like, oh, I'm going to have a baby in the next five years. Mm. That kind of needs to be someone in my life who's serious. And I think for me, it's all like, well, I've got my whole life ahead of me. Yeah. Like, why do I need to rush into someone right now? Yeah, you don't have like a time bomb of, oh, my ovaries are going to expire. Well, exactly. It's kind <laughs> of a nice feeling to be like, shush ovaries, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Single Sounds. My name is Katie Mack, and I am the host and creator of this original interactive dating podcast that you can be a part of. There are two ways you can join in. One, write in to date the guest, or two, be a guest yourself. To support this new method of dating by taking part, DM the podcast at Single Sounds, and I'll be waiting eagerly for your messages. This character can be described as an ambivert, yet the last woman standing on a night out. She knows all the best spots in London thanks to a previous job working at Visit London and is interested in exploring gender binaries through art. She is not a fussy data with a limited criteria. Just make sure you don't eat with your mouth open or annoy her when on a date as she has many journalism contacts. Hi, welcome to the podcast. Hello. <laughs> nice to have you here. Yeah, nice to be here. Thank you. You're welcome. So let's dive into your profile. Who, what, where? Yeah. So who are you sexually attracted to? Um, I would say I'm sort of like pansexual or queer. So pretty much anyone. Gender is like not really a thing that bothers me too much when I'm attracted to someone. Mm. Yeah. That's cool. So what are you looking for? Pretty much anyone. No, that sounds really desperate. <laughs> like anyone, please. Um, no, I think so. We're talking about like heights and things like Yeah, that. anything. What? Yeah, that doesn't like, again, like I'm very tall, but I think that's more of an issue for other people than me. I don't mm. really mind as there's an inch here or there. I'd say probably five to above of your guy. Yeah. And shorter of your girl doesn't really bother me too much. Yeah, I'm pretty open. Yeah, cool. I like that. And how about where? London, definitely. Like, I, I will not be commuting out the city. <laughs> Fair. Is that like central? Quite happy. Um, well, I'm zone three, so okay, anywhere between. Um, I mean, maybe even zone four, but <laughs> preferably not. <laughs> I guess there's only one. It depends where, but it could be only one different from you, so not too bad. Exactly. Somewhere. I'm I'm west, but again, I sort of like work in like central north, so anywhere. Pretty, yeah. Pretty flexible. Love that. Mm. Let me know your never have I ever. Never have I ever. Never have I ever been in a serious relationship. Mm. Ever. 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 How old are you? <laughs> I'm 30. So you'd think like most people by their 30 have had like one or two like pretty yeah. serious things. Well, are we counting as serious? I'd say like you're calling each other boyfriend, girlfriend, being together like at least a few months. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, right. As in like never been official. Like, I mean, when I was in like high school official. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then again, at like, university, I dated people like on and off for like several months period. I think like in my 20s, I just wasn't really like ready for a serious relationship or wanted that. Mm. I think I've been traveling a lot, I've had a really fun career, a lot of awesome friends and like went around the world and I wasn't really looking for someone to like be with in a more serious capacity because it just wasn't really fitting with my lifestyle I think now I'm like for the first time definitely going to be in London for a few years sort of more stable and I think it's like getting to that stage where a lot of my friends are like getting married and having babies and while I'm definitely not there yet like I'm getting more to a place where something a bit more serious might work I get what you mean you're stable in your location so yeah. you're like open to it I would say it's wild but then I'm actually not sure because <laughs> in the sense that I actually have had quite a few people that have told me that like they've just never been no, in a really. serious relationship and I think it's maybe a positive in the sense that people 
are like not putting it as high a priority on their list, especially women. Like I think so much of the generations before us were told that's your main goal, like as a woman Mm -hmm. to find a partner. And like now, like you said, you have an awesome career, you have friends, they're higher up the list. And like, it just wasn't really something that you felt needed to be at the top. Well, exactly. And I think I'm quite lucky. It's like, I know I really don't think I want kids. So my 20s, I can know some of my friends are now getting to the age of like, oh, I'm going to have a baby in the next five years. Mm. That kind of needs to be someone in my life who's serious. And I think for me, it's all like, well, I've got my whole life ahead of me. Yeah. Like, Why do I need to rush into someone right now? Yeah, you don't have like a time bomb of, oh, my ovaries are going to expire. Well, exactly. It's kind of a nice <laughs> feeling to be like, shush ovaries, we don't care. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> that is really liberating to be fair. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I think I think most of my friends have been in like I don't know any of my like close friendship group who've mm. not had it but I do know like there's definitely more people out there especially yeah. women who are just not so focused on like those steps in life anymore yeah and it doesn't mean you haven't dated like the oh exa- god no I've definitely dated yeah. lots of bad the, people exactly <laughs> the um the examples I'm thinking of they've been on plenty of dates like mm-hmm. I'd say they've seen a lot of people it might not be like the official label yeah but they've dated people for like a few months and it's just like not yeah. gone anywhere it doesn't mean any lack of experience. So, so we're going with tame. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think maybe at the 30s, like such a societal age of like, you're 13, you haven't done this, 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 which is why I feel like some people would say it's wild. Yeah. It's maybe a bit harsh to say it's wild. <laughs> I know. I mean, I feel like, yeah, age is like such a construct and a spurty thing, though you do kind of feel it. And you're suddenly like, I'm now like, I need to start saving a deposit for a house. And like, yeah. things I just never cared about literally 12 months ago. Yeah. <laughs> things change. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, you hit that age and you're like, oh my goodness, I need to get my shit together. I think you're all good. Excellent. I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> and hopefully we'll find someone anyway so we'll continue on the dating theme right let me know your worst dating story so the date itself will start off actually wasn't bad but what ensued was not so great okay so i went on this date when i was maybe like 21 i was like just out of university dating in london online like okay cupid i think so that just shows you like how long ago this was <laughs> don't think the app exists anymore <laughs> went on this date with this guy we got on like really well he was like quite into his music and film and books and I was like much more pretentious back then so all this stuff kind of mattered mm. we had like a really nice time I went back to a well his house it wasn't his house it was like his friend's parents house where he was sleeping in the study for a few months while oh, okay. month. but we were 21 so that's cool did what you do when you go back to someone's house I messaged him the next day when I went to work like had a lovely time whatever he totally goes to me never heard from me again oh which would be fine like pretty classic London dating story yeah. and fast forward seven years and I'm doing an MA course in Norwich at the University of East Anglia there okay. are literally six people on this course for a whole year and he's sitting next to me no <laughs> yeah. oh gosh and it was just like incredibly awkward I definitely knew like straight up it was him he was like saying he's like a writer and stuff I was like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's this guy but he like didn't give me any inclination that he like recognized me at all Oh. Um, so this whole year was like this really awkward dance and me like should I say something should I not and then it turned out he knew the whole time like my really good friend was dating his housemate and like he knew it was just like this incredibly awkward year it was like particularly awkward because there was just six of us on this course and we had like mm. four seminars a week just never thought I'd see someone I ghosted like yeah <laughs> <that way. laughs> so the year was okay the year was fine. It was just like we'd all go around to his house for like a games night or something. And I'd just be like, yeah, we shagged. <laughs> oh. Did other people know? Uh, just like my really good friend. Oh. It was just like, there's definitely an awkward vibe the whole time. We probably should have just said, and I don't know why I'm usually like quite an upfront person, but mm. it just got on this like really awkward 
like maybe just because it was like so long ago like, i think it was like i didn't want to be like this crazy person like remember that time when you ghosted me <laughs> seven years ago yeah, yeah seven years yeah. ago it's like if he doesn't remember i don't want to bring it up <laughs> <laughs> yeah did you ever get confirmation that he remembered? Yeah. So my friend was like dating his housemate and the housemate had asked her thinking like it could have been her. Like he did because like, he said like, oh, at the beginning, like he'd gotten with someone on the course and he was like, was it you? And she was like, no, but I was like, I bet it's her. <laughs> and, and she was right. <laughs> Just because of the awkward vibes. Awkward vibes. And also we were a bit older than everyone else. Like we both taken like Aww. seven years from doing our undergrad to doing it. Oh, and most of the people had gone straight in. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it would have been really weird if it had been, <laughs> like, yeah. should have been like 15 at the time. <laughs> <laughs> been like underage yeah, yeah this yeah. would be illegal <laughs> oh okay yeah so it was quite easy to like yeah like the juice narrow them down yeah <laughs> and what would your ted talk topic be okay so while doing the masters i did like quite a niche dissertation okay which was like on gender binaries in the cold war and Ooh. like yeah and like 1950s 60s new york and la and how like different avant-garde poets and artists like subverted those binaries mm. and then i think what i do like with America like going so mad I did American studies <laughs> so okay. America like going like so backwards in a way of like abortion rights and things like that it's like maybe do a TED talk on like how we could look at those strategies those artists and like poets use in those times to like transform and move forward and like progress in gender mm. today this is like a very serious like sounding <laughs> topic like a fun podcast but it's generally what i'd probably do it on no, yeah yeah if that's a genuine answer yeah. i think i mean it's more what you're interested in like if that's yeah. what you're passionate about that will come across better than if you're trying to say something that you think would be more fun but. well exactly so you know i'm just like very interested in like gender and art and poetry again it used to be like very pretentious back in there so I'm much more relaxed now but that's probably just like looking at like I think they managed to transform the world in a really powerful way in like the 50s and 60s. Mm. And like, I think we could do with a bit of that right now. I don't know anything about this. Is that because <laughs> they portrayed gender in a different, like a new light? Yeah, I think there's like these groups of like women and artists like living together. And like at the time, like things had gone backwards a bit then. Like there'd been a load of progression during the war and women were like suddenly uh, like working useful. and like stuff. And then suddenly they were like, no, go back to your houses, be a good housewife, have your babies take some diazepam and shush basically yeah. and I think then a load of women were like no we're not gonna do that and they started like creating these like amazing artworks or writing about their experiences really like honestly and authentically and like publishing it and like really subverting the times mm. and I think yeah it was kind of powerful and slowly but surely the rest of society kind of caught up again yeah yeah so was it quite like a strong feminist movement yeah like huge strong feminist movement going yeah. on at that time love yeah that. love the feminism we love the feminism <laughs> <laughs> okay and you know the best spot in london for what i'm gonna say like most food and drink needs you have <laughs> <laughs> any needs any needs any food any drink needs i used to work at um visit london which is like the official tourist website okay for london and i used to get invited to like a lot of restaurants and places to go and i used to have to write up about like you know best brunch spots in london or best burger spots in london and get to try out quite a lot of places so over time I've accumulated quite a good knowledge of like things in London and it helps that both my brothers work in hospitality. One's a chef, one's a bartender. Mm. So as a family, we're pretty good. Like someone will have a recommendation. So if you need noodles or pizza or a cocktail, I can probably like work out a cool spot for that. <laughs> That's cool. Okay, tell me pizza. Pizza's my favourite. Okay, so there's a place in Exeter Market, Santoro, which I really like. Oh, it's quite fun. Oh, it's good. I do like the kind of square pizza. It's great for sharing. It's a good oh, vibe. Yeah, the big yeah, ones. Like, yeah, the big ones. Nice. <laughs> 
How about cocktail? I also like cocktail. Cocktail, quite like the bolt in Greek Street in Soho. Oh, yeah. So yeah, you go through like the bookshelf and the bar staff are there. Really fun. I've got a really cool cocktail menu. Mm. It's a good vibe. It's like very like dark, kind of a good date spot, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and what would your moan of the moment be? People eating with their mouths open. <laughs> I hate it so much. I feel like, there, well, this has been going on like longer than just a moment, but there was like a, when I used to live in Brixton and commute into Soho, there'd be a woman who ate porridge every morning. On the tube. On the tube. And like, we'd always That's end horrific. up in the same I know, it was so grim. And this would happen at least three times a week. So I reckon she was doing it every day, but three times a week we were on the same carriage. And she'd eat this porridge with her mouth open. Oh, and it was just like, I'd have to get up and move. It was like, ugh. So this has been going on since then. But I do feel like since lockdown, like people have sort of forgotten some like social manners and needs. And I just feel like I'm noticing it mm. more than normal. And I'm, it just really grims me out. Like, just close your mouth. Just close your mouth. It's not nice. Mm-mm. I think the only time that like, I can kind of be like, oh, it's fair. It's if you're talking. And then they kind of like, you know, when you put it to the side. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I see what you've done there. I get why. Like, you I've interrupted you. Yeah. <laughs> you could just go like the awkward, like, like finger up, like one minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just ho- hold on. <laughs> but no, I feel like I've definitely been noticing it more recently. And it just really like, oh. Is that it. on dates? Dates in public, everywhere. It's just, just happening more. It's ha- Or maybe I'm just getting weirder, like more pedantic about it. <laughs> but something's happened. <laughs> something's happened. <laughs> it could be COVID, to be fair. I mean, like everyone was just at home. No yeah. one was monitoring what you were doing. Like, I totally get it. I was like in my PJs in front of TV, like pretty much every day yeah. into a week. And that's becoming a real slob too. But we're back in public now. <laughs> we need to pull it together, guys. <laughs> Close your mouth. <laughs> Close your mouth. Oh, another food related one. Meal of choice. Yeah. Pasta. Every time. Always pasta. Always pasta. I love pasta. I could eat it like every meal of the week. Every meal. I'd be happy. So that would be like your, if you only had to eat one type of food totally pasta forever i'll make it like i'll hand make pasta i love going out you to, can hand make it it's actually much easier than people like, like oh, really <laughs> it's like not that hard i mean some are harder than others but like your basic like flour water pasta it's not too difficult yeah but i used to like do this thing like i won't eat anything i can make at home really easily and then i started eating like fresh good pasta out and like what was i thinking i can't make this at home it's like mm. so much better so yeah, pasta all the time. Oh, okay. So you, you can make it, but it doesn't taste as nice as if you go to like a proper Italian. But like the whole thing also, like the sauces, like like a, I'm not going to spend 12 hours making like a ragu, let's be real. <laughs> but they will. <laughs> yeah. <really good. laughs> as you like the slow cooked, like saucy. I love that. But also just like keep it simple, like cheese and pepper, which is basically just cheesy pasta. Yeah. But like. I love a cheesy pasta. Who doesn't love it? call it cacioe pepe and like it's posh and fancy suddenly. <laughs> It's like it's just cheddar and pepper, but it's cool. <laughs> Do you cook a lot then? I cook quite a bit, but like my whole family are like really big cooks. I said my younger brother's like a chef. Mm. My mum, my stepmom, my dad, my stepmom, all really great cooks. And like everyone, all my friends great cooks. So I tend to not cook as much as I probably <laughs> like to. Because everyone else is cooking for you. Literally everyone's cooking for me all the time. Oh, um, I wish I had your family. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm allowed to do breakfast basically. <laughs> like no one cares about breakfast as much as me. So like I'll make a brunch. <laughs> yeah, nice. I love a brunch. Yeah, pancakes, bacon, the whole lot. <laughs> yeah, what's your go-to brunch? Uh, the pans, like I'm really into like making shakshuka at the moment. So oh, yeah, yeah like really like the tomatoes and the eggs, like loads of parsley. Or like do like a very American style, like pancakes with like crispy bacon mm. and like fresh fruit. I used to have been in America as a kid. So for me, that's like a very like, yeah, like home nostalgic. Comforts, yeah. yeah, totally. <laughs> that's nice. 
I love pancakes, but I don't have the healthy ones. No, it can't be the healthy ones. Mine would be like, you know, when you go to IHOP, I'd order like, you know, the triple chop chip. Oh, yeah. Pancakes. Whipped cream on top. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> like, like the unhealthiest Nutella, like everywhere. Let's get a heart attack on a plate. Yeah, that's my vibe. Love that. <laughs> I've got such a sweet tooth. It's like oh, a really? disaster. I used to, when I was like a teenager, I'd like just always want like the chocolate and like always. And now it's like definitely switched to like in the last five years with like much more like a starter savory kind of person oh really you'd go for the starter over the dessert yeah which like wow 19 year old me would be like what is wrong with yeah. you what happened to you man <laughs> like maybe then, i just haven't like matured enough yet maybe i need to wait a few more years <laughs> might happen to you who knows <laughs> maybe i'm still in like the 19 year old phase <laughs> the girls never like quite a while so literally in the last few years when like salt yes <laughs> yeah maybe, maybe i'm not there yet i'm 26 so maybe you know like next year i'll be like you'll suddenly like switch i'm like oh my yeah, god <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a starter person now <laughs> look at me go i'm an adult <laughs> okay best direct time <laughs> i hate i love all my friends but i also kind of hate them so i'm like a little bit worried about what they're gonna say <laughs> but I hate them. yeah you don't know who this is actually do you not entirely certain i gave no, you a few people so did. who knows <laughs> three reasons to date my bestie number one she loves the sash she takes last woman standing to a new level and will still be standing by the time you're at work on a Tuesday. Number two, she's worked for the Metro, the Telegraph and Visit London. So don't mess with her or she'll drag your name through the mud. Number three, you'll have to have a full bank balance to fund a date with her. as She's a very expensive taste, but not a penny to her name. But it will all be worth it. <laughs> Again, I love it. <laughs> yeah, you got it right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This is such a typical thing for her to say as well. <laughs> No, I thought it was good. It's like, don't mess with her because she's got journalism contacts. Yeah, it's true. I do. <laughs> so I'd funny. like to say I have, yes, and then been past known to be like the last person standing. I am trying to mature and grow. <laughs> I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. I just want to get into the impression that I do this every week of the night. But at a weekend, yeah, sure. I love, I like a good party. Yeah. I like hanging out with people. I like going out. It's fun. Also, you'll find people that also are that person. Like every friend yeah. group has that person. Has like, that person. It's not that rare. Also, it always surprises me. One of my really good friends, she's like the quietest, like most like reasonable person. When you meet her, like my parents love her. I think she's like this very normal girl. And like she's always up like the last person standing. It's like you just would not expect it. But sometimes it's the quiet ones you've got to watch out. Yeah. Not with me. I'm clearly very loud. But, like, <laughs> sometimes it is no I feel like that goes with your personality you know yeah. like if you're extroverted you're going to be out longest that's where you get your just, energy from right well I think like weirdly I think I'm actually kind of more of an ambivert but I wouldn't come like I get so mm. much energy from being around people I love partying I love going out drinks like going dancing I like adore it but I also really love curling up in bed and yeah. like not speaking to anyone for like 24 hours. And if I don't do like a bit of that each week, I've noticed like I'm around people all the time. I get a bit like drained. Yeah, definitely a bit drained. Again, if I spend too much time in my house by myself, like reading books and like watching telly, I also get like, yeah really apathetic about life so when you like go out and have a bit of a party again yeah you start looking at the rain like pathetic palette and you're like I'm so sad honestly and like I just like become like Miss Havisham like during lockdown I started like wearing this dress around I was like living my family wearing this like white dress around the house all the time <laughs> my younger brother was like you need to change you're becoming Mrs Havisham like get a life <laughs> yeah I actually I'd say I'm exactly the same like when I was younger I was definitely I still think I'm a lot more extroverted, yeah. but nowadays I need my time a lot mm -hmm. more than I did. If I look at my calendar and I've got a plan every night after work and every like day yeah. of the weekend also, I actually go like, 
oh god it kills you anxiety yeah. like, oh my god I'm and then it's really people. annoying because like i want to enjoy every event but you actually can't if you're like so mm-hmm. overwhelmed with like everything that you've got going on i think like getting older like being much better at like, being like you know what i do need a night or two a week at home mm-hmm. and i'm like better at like thinking about what is the really important stuff to go to and like what realistically will not be the end of the world i'm just like guys yeah. i need a night in i'm sorry yeah i learned like really quickly in my first year of work i blocked out monday tuesdays because i was yeah. like no one should be booking those days like unless no. it's like a really important thing like i know it's your first exhibition at an art gallery you like, know, like, sure yeah, yeah we'll go to that whatever but like <laughs> that happens every monday <laughs> yeah a one-off monday or yeah. like someone's going to the theater and they're the cheapest tickets fine fine but most weeks like you don't need to see me monday or tuesday <laughs> like drinks on a monday or tuesday is like not a good idea no. like i think on a whole like i'm like trying to avoid any plans till thursday it was really annoying in my last job. I had to like work every Thursday evening, like Randy at work drinks and like mm-hmm. had to host it. So I'd often end up going out on a Wednesday to like supplement that, but no more. So I've got my Thursdays back and I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> I have a few friends that they're similar. They work in media. Yeah. So a lot of their, I guess like their work times, also social time. Yeah. It gets really confusing. <laughs> yeah. And they do like work lunches, but they're not really lunches. They go on like all afternoon like for most Thursdays Fridays and I honestly think that's really impressive because it sounds really fun but I think you'd be so drained yeah that's me I used to organize all like our internal company events and it is like super fun and we were like an events festival company so we put a lot of money and like energy into those and it was super fun and I got to meet a lot of people but the line that gets it's a bit blurry between like what's Mm. fun what's work and also you're just kind of tired like working like that late at night several nights a week and constantly feeling like you have to be on form. Yeah, like you have to be like funny and engaging because it's like your job to make sure everyone's talking and being like, and sometimes you just want to sit in a corner, have a pint with your friends and like just have a good old chat. You're like, yeah. oh no, you can't really do that. I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world. It's like getting paid to like have a drink and like yeah. entertain people like boohoo, but you know. Yeah. No, that's what I think. I think to everyone else, it sounds like you've just got the best job mm-hmm. ever. But when you actually think about the energy required for that job, only specific people can do it. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ambivert. <laughs> Ambivert. Yeah, I like it. Okay, final round. This or that. Are you decisive? Um, clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Like, the guy I just, um, just recorded, like, last, he was like, yes. And I was like, oh, an actual decisive person. Whereas, like, most people do what you do. They go like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I decisive. Like, yeah, obviously no. <laughs> That's your answer. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny it's a good question for that would you rather the aliens that make first contact with earth be robotic or organic i think organic yeah yeah i agree it's a super random question (laughs) i kind of like it but (laughs) the robots scare me (laughs) yeah i agree i think the organic you feel like you could maybe communicate with them or like relate to them yeah. and i like quite an arty floaty like kind of individual organic just seems more my vibe yeah. like robotic i'd just be like terrified and run <laughs> yeah it, it's harsh and metallic mm-hmm. yeah and they probably have really good equipment slash technology to kill you exactly <laughs> whereas the organic i don't know i don't know they'll just probably be floating around like having a good time <laughs> <laughs> like the hippie aliens <laughs> i want the hippie aliens nice quick one ketchup or mayo probably mayo but i kind of hate myself as they say it <laughs> not an easy one <laughs> i guess it's like if you had a plate of chips in front of you which one would you go for first probably ketchup in that instance but i feel like i put mayo in like a lot more things like sandwiches mm. and i put it on like yeah i use it probably more okay you use it more yeah but i probably prefer ketchup as an instant hit <laughs> yeah no i yeah because i'm definitely ketchup mm. i was thinking more like if i had something to 
dip. dip it. Whereas you're right, I have a lot of tuna, so I use mayo a lot. Yeah, you can't mix ketchup with that. No, that would be weird. Mm-mm. You probably could. It's probably all right, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, it a go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> also have it more in pastas, like mm. tuna mayo and pasta. Also do like disgusting and ketchup and pasta. Yeah, well. that's not good. Yeah. Would you rather lose the ability to read or lose the ability to speak? <laughs> so it'd be really hard so I speak a lot for my job it'd be really hard to like do communications and not <laughs> chat <laughs> not be able to communicate but I love reading like I read mm. like all the time I read a book, a book a week so a book a week I try I say this I like read like four books in one week and then nothing for two weeks so oh, it's okay. sort of like it goes in spurts but I love I honestly, these that, questions are killing me. I know. That was, that <laughs> is hard really hitters. <laughs> the aliens was the easiest. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably lose the ability to read, but I'd hate it. Yeah. Audiobooks though. So yeah, that's what I literally like went through this in my mind when I wrote it out because I was like, I don't think I could not speak. Like I think that would actually kill me. Yeah. I'm like a very chatty person. Yeah, so. and I like talking about my feelings and my thoughts and everything. I don't think writing them down would be the same. No, and I wouldn't. It's a vent. <laughs> also, you can't like properly express yourself. I mean, you yeah. can, but it's just different. It's not the it? same because also then they could read it in like not the right tone. Well, that's the thing. Like, you know, when you send a text and like sometimes you sound like an absolute arsehole and yeah. it's like, if you just did it as a voice note, everyone would be happy. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> when I have like more conflicting conversations on text I now always voice note because yeah. I think it just sounds so much less aggressive tone and is I like get so my important point across yeah 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 totally. better okay so, well lose the ability to read yeah it would be sad though I love reading especially on holiday also again quite difficult for my job I do a lot of proofreading yeah I have to find a new profession either way <laughs> yeah it's true you'd just be a speaker and nothing else yeah that's all I do I chat now <laughs> would you rather be covered in fur or covered in scales <laughs> I think fur. I love fur. Yeah. <laughs> Just soft and cuddly. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I pick fur. Oh, yeah, I don't. Scales isn't good. They're creepy. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it might be like slimy and I don't know. Yeah, no, like, not into cold. it. Yeah, no. No, definitely yeah. fur. Fluffy's cute and cuddly. Yeah. TV shows or movies? TV. Yeah. Instantly. Like, I like a good film, but I watch so much TV. Like, I'm definitely like a serial watcher, binging of programs. So. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. What well, um, platforms? That's what I want to say. Netflix, predominantly, but I've, I've yeah. got subscriptions to pretty much all of them. <laughs> <laughs> you got the bases covered. <laughs> yeah. I'm the biggest on Netflix, to be fair. I actually do have all the others as well. I don't know what it is about Netflix. I just like go through that top 10 like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> I know. I think also like just the user like interface is like a lot easier. I find like Amazon, like, I, I get really annoyed by using it. I can't find anything I want to watch. It yeah. just like annoys me. And like now doesn't I like very much. Apple doesn't have very much. And like Netflix, I think also it's got like a lot of like very comforting TV, like just rubbish, like dating shows yeah. and stuff like that. I've just started a new one. It's ridiculous. It's um dated and related. Have oh my god, it? I started watching that. I love it. <laughs> it's so stupid, but it's great. It's like on a TV. I like I like to say, like, I probably like read like quite arty books, watch quite arty films, but my TV choices are just very questionable. Like, trash. Yeah. Like my people like actually my film choices are also really rubbish. People like ask me to recommend them stuff because they watch and like consume a lot of media. And then they always go like, This is awful. This is absolute trash. <laughs> and I'm like, Yeah, 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 you're right. <laughs> But it's good. It's good trash. I enjoyed this trash. If I don't like it, it is absolutely shockingly awful. (laughs) You're like the bar of how tragic it is. Honestly, like if I don't like it, like no one should watch it. But those shows, like, I don't know. I just think the producers of them are really clever. It's so fake. Like, you know, it's all like set up and all the conversations are not genuine. 
But then I'm still watching every episode and I'm so invested. Oh, yeah. So like, they're doing something right. It's like a formula that they've like really perfected. Yeah. <laughs> Dated and Related is literally a copy of Too Hot to Handle. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know if you noticed that. I think they're even sat in the same room. Yeah, and I feel like the whole vibe is totally the same. They're yeah. just having to put in some siblings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone should date with their siblings. <laughs> I don't, to be fair, I do quite like the concept. I feel like someone had an original thought there and was like, oh, it might be quite fun. Oh, I think it's quite funny. I just, I'd hate the idea of like sitting next to my brothers while I go on a date. Do you have two brothers? I've got two brothers, an older and a younger, yeah. who are very lovely and I hang out with them a lot and I get on really well with them, but not when I'm on a first date, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I actually did the same I have two brothers but they're yeah. both younger right and I just feel like I think it'd be okay but it's just not not ideal I think everyone would just feel really awkward really awkward definitely really awkward yeah. <laughs> okay final question oh my god would you rather have one real get out of jail free card or a key that opens any door one real get out of jail free card yeah, I think that'd be useful for my life. <laughs> it does sound like I'm well to way more stuff tonight. <laughs> no, that's fair. I mean, if you're the last one standing, maybe you might like just get caught up in an accidental oh, exactly. argument, fight, anything. Exactly. And like sometimes over in America, they've got like very tight drinking laws, like on mm. drinking on the street and stuff. It might be very mundane, like I was caught drinking a beer on the street, but I'd like yeah. to not be in American jail system for a hot minute. So. <laughs> <laughs> The key that opens any door. I don't know. I thought that one was like the more obvious one when I wrote that down. But then I'm thinking like, how many doors do I look at? And I'm like, oh, I really want to open that. I mean, I can be quite nosy and it would be curious. But then sometimes you'd need that get out of jail free card once you've yeah, gone through you trespass. <laughs> exactly. Like, and also some things you're like, you shouldn't see. You shouldn't, you're not meant to see. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I don't think I'm that like inquisitive in the sense that the doors that I can go in are the ones I care about. <laughs> also, I'm realising increasingly, run. like, I'm very unobservant. Yeah. And I probably wouldn't even notice the most exciting. <laughs> like, there's, like, so many... I go to this pub all the time in Soho. My mum my family go there all the time. And there's been a shop that's apparently been there for, like, the last year. And I was like, the other day, like, oh, that's new. And everyone was like, no, no, it's not. And this happens to me all the time. So I probably wouldn't notice any exciting doors. <laughs> <to go laughs> Fair enough. Walking in, like, la-la land all the time. <laughs> sounds like a nice place to be it's quite nice <laughs> <laughs> okay and that concludes the podcast well it's been a delight <laughs> do you have any final words thank you <laughs> that's it no that's it um yeah it's been lovely if you could be the perfect match for this character contact the podcast at single sounds to receive their details thanks for listening and supporting single sounds and you can guarantee i'll be back next week with another city single have a great week <laughs> <laughs>